Are we are we live? We are live. Oh wow, that was fast. So quick, so easy. Yes. Podbean just really makes the difference with live programming. It's so easy to use, so user friendly. Well, I mean, you know, when we started doing live shows, it just kind of made our profile a little bigger. So um, I'm so glad that we have this capability through our podcast host, Podbean. Thanks, Podbean. We love you. All right. This was not a paid endorsement for Mm. Podbean, by the way. Although we'd love a paid endorsement from Podbean, (laughs) but no. Um, All right. We are waiting for our listeners. Although this was a bit of a spontaneous live show, so Mm -hmm. not sure if people are in the middle of their workday or if you're in a different time zone. Maybe you're at the pub. Who knows? Sounds. It's a beautiful day here in New York City, so uh, you might just be outside. Well, let's just start sure. the show and see what happens. Let's do it. Oh. Hi, Madonna Louise Veronica Chicone here. When will you understand that I am a person and not a thing? Look it up. Do something else. Do my eyebrows. Better to say, am I being true to myself? And is this what I want to say? And have I expressed myself the way I want to express myself? I mean, that's what it's all about. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things. Madonna Louise, Veronica Ciccone. Hey, everybody, it's Stefan. Hey, guys, it's Tony. And um, thank God it's Friday, the movie. (laughs) And... Thanks for joining us, everyone, today. It's an auspicious occasion. Oh, oh there goes that. Hi, Madonna Louise. Here. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll cut this out. When will we... you understand? There she is. There she is again. When will you understand <laughs> that I'm a person? And I honestly, Tony, I, uh, because of having to listen to the podcast and edit it and whatnot, I like know that theme song by heart now, you know? Oh, better, yeah, me too. better to say, Am I being true to myself? And is this what I want to say? And have I expressed myself the way I want to express myself? I mean, <laughs> that's what it's all about. And it's like, I just, I know it in, at the front, like at the drop of a hat. It's, it's just a shame that it's really hard to access the Saturday Night Live uh, episode with Madonna in it, especially where she's playing Joan Collins and Princess Diana. Yeah. Um, you know, if you go to uh, Peacock and you access all the archived SNL episodes, the Madonna episode doesn't have madonna in it what yeah it's just weekend update and really and penn and teller that's it so wow. if anyone knows where to find the full i think it's madonna I've... snl episode let us know i have it on a dvd but you know that's not gonna help i think if you go to nbc.com mm-hmm. you might be able to find some of it right. I, I can't be quite certain the but... search is on um but yeah as i was saying before our theme song re-interrupted us uh you're joining us on an auspicious occasion. Today marks uh, the MLVC podcast's 100th episode. Wow, 100. Um, I guess that only means one thing. You can actually hear us. <laughs> <laughs> because in episode one, I don't know what you were hearing, but um, it was us trying to get our point across with uh, limited sound expertise. But here we are. We've come kind of a long way. Yeah, I always look back at our first season and it's kind of like a roller coaster of ups and downs, mm-hmm. goods and bads, pros and cons. Um, I like to think that we've grown as podcast hosts and grown as pro- podcast producers. We've definitely yeah. gotten 
because we didn't, you know, we didn't study this in school. We didn't take any courses. We just sort of, oh, let me YouTube how to do that and no, figured it, it out. It's been very cathartic. I mean, it's like getting on it, you know, you get on at the beginning and it goes all the way through the end, you know, and um, it's like, it's like growing up on a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like a Madonna tour. It's like blonde <laughs> exactly. ambition. We, we got on the train and we had to go from darkness to light. But we don't undress in this performance. Not yet. That's we're, we're going to save that for season four. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, everyone, uh, we do have a couple things to talk about. Uh, so let's get right down to. And now, this week in Chicomi. See, I get what I want. Uh, first up, we've got uh, Madonna and Maluma on Rolling Stone magazine. We were blessed with some photos by Ricardo, her social guy. And it was part of the musicians for musicians or musicians by musicians. They did a series mm-hmm. at Rolling Stone magazine. There's, I think all four covers finally just came out. And um, Maluma and Madonna both interview each other. So it's it's fun, it's frothy, there's, you know, it's there's a lot going on um they sort of have a, a nice repartee i thought it was fun mm-hmm. to be able to have them back together again after so much time with you know medellin launching the madame x era i thought it was kind of appropriate that maluma rejoins us for the close of the madame x era yeah yeah and you can tell that they they definitely like each other they have a really good rapport and um you know they did record three songs that were released i mean who knows what else they did but um, I'd, I'd love to see her get back in the studio with him somehow and and do something fun because I, I love the vibe that they have with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, and I liked in the interview, Madonna does talk about, you know, because I think it was when they were recording, Maluma was just about to start his his tour. Mm-hmm. And so they're, you know, Madonna's talking about him going on tour and, you know, Maluma is doing a 360 tour and you could see that Madonna felt that that was frightening, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was interesting because she's never done a 360 tour. She's gone out into the audience and had people behind her for, you know, but she's never had a stage just smack in the middle of the a- arena. Um, but they talk a little bit about that and she's like, well, I want to, he's like, you should come perform uh, with me. And she's like, no, we should go on tour together. And I was like, you could just hear I think the, the the camp was split in two. I think people mm. were like, yes, we'd love to see that. Then like Maluma fans were like, no, we don't want to see that. I mean, I could see Madonna opening up for Maluma or him opening up for her like on alternate dates and her doing kind of like this like Spanish ballad something to remember thing. But, you know, that's just me and it's never going to happen. Oh, that would be <laughs> yeah, that, sort of like how Lady Gaga did her Vegas residency where like sometimes it would be the jazz. Yeah, it's board. almost as if she were like the supporting act, you know, kind of like warming everybody up. Oh, you know? she would never. She would never, but you know. Never in a million years. She'd be like Maluma's opening for me. Sorry. You know, I was thinking something along the lines of um, Justified and Stripped, you know. Mm, where, mm-hmm. You know, and then they do a couple numbers together. But yeah, she's she's too much of a perfectionist and too much of a control freak, as, you know, Lola has confirmed. We'll get to that later. Yeah. To uh, let other producers and, tour, you know, other people's stage managers come on and tell her how her show is going to look mm-hmm. or her segment of the show is going to look. Yeah. Um, hello to Europe. Thanks for glad we were able to finally settle on an appropriate time for our European listeners to chime in and, and well, hopefully you'll call in. If anyone is calling from Europe, please feel free to just call in right now and we'll take a call. So 
Yes, we love our European and international listeners, and um, we regret that sometimes we're not able to connect with you guys easily. But um, we're trying, and we're we're yeah, eventually going to have a world summit. You know, so get <laughs> ready. The for MLVC Comic Con. Uh, I know. Yeah, it does get tough to sort of find a at appropriate time. Just Tony and I have to navigate our personal schedules, and then it's based on like when we think people might be able to call mm-hmm. in. So sometimes it's it's like today. We were meant to interview a guest, but uh, that guest uh, had to reschedule at the last minute. So we put a pin in it, and you're going to get that interview, and you're going to love it, and it's going to be worth the wait, and that's all we're going to say about it. Yeah, but we decided, hey, since we have the time blocked out, let's just go live just yeah. for fun. Why not? Oh, I, I wanted to say one more thing about the Rolling Stone article is that you know back in August, we had seen some stuff on social media that Madonna was in Brooklyn in Williamsburg, you know, spitting distance from my apartment uh once again you know she rehearses in greenpoint she, i can't believe you never see her on the i know she hangs time. out in williamsburg but you know we all kind of wondered what was going on we knew there was some kind of video or, or, or a photo shoot and this is what it was the entire maluma photo shoot happened in a latin social club on grand and um on grand, let's just say on that. Gra- <laughs> well, and I think also we got not only did we get photos and an interview, and they, oh, there's a video. Yeah, there's. I like that they did um, a very brief uh, remix to "Bitch I'm Loca," and they just used the video footage that they shot at the photo shoot mm-hmm. to like put that together. Which I I love that they gave us that good, mm-hmm. but you get Madonna and Maluma in a room together, just have them record a, a proper video for "Bitch I'm Loca," like. It's already two in the morning. They're already there with hair, makeup, and styling. Just run through the video, each Mm -hmm. photo, with each wardrobe change, run through the song once and just record them freestyling it yeah. And edit it together and make it a exactly. video. Exactly. 2 a.m. is Madonna's crack of dawn. Right. So she's just she's <laughs> she's she's just coming alive at 2 a.m. Uh, but um, well, actually, that's a good so, sort of segue. So uh Yesterday was Lourdes Ciccone's... Leon. Oh, sorry. L- yeah, Lourdes Ciccone Leon's... Does she do the hyphen? Is it Ciccone Leon? No, she's... Lourdes Lo- Leon. She's Lola Leon. Lola, she's, no, she's no Ciccone. <laughs> uh, Lola turned 25 yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. happy belated birthday, Lola. And... Um, you I'm, know, for all of you that have said in the past that Lola was publicity shy, well, you can strike that <laughs> from, you know... Hanging out at the Red Rooster, yeah, fa- a Fenty Fashion Show. You know, a new published interview in Interview Magazine with Debbie Mazar. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of other one-off interviews. Um, you know, speaking her mind. And... Yeah, did you? So you did you read the article? Yes, I did. And what were your thoughts? What What stood out to you the most? Um, you know what I really liked to hear from Lola, and I think that a lot of fans will agree with me, is that she finally. I, you know, she finally just realized, I guess, you know, is, is the best word I can think of that. Yeah, you know, she's she's realized the impact her mother has had mm-hmm. on the world of music and on on womanhood. And I think that's really important. And it, it is very empowering. You know, it's empowering to me and to Stefan and to all of you guys and and, you know, everyone that's ever kind of, you know, stand Madonna. But for her daughter to look up at her mother as like a feminist icon, that's what I was hoping was going to happen because, you know, you can learn a lot from Madonna by her work ethic and from, you know, her legacy and, 
you know, maybe maybe not so much recently, but you know, Lola has you know big shoes to fill, mm-hmm. and um, and it's good for her to, to to finally you know put her arms around that. Yeah, I I was happy to see that you know now that Lourdes is twenty five, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think that she's twenty five, um, that she's now grown up enough to where it's the high schooler is gone. The, you know, the high schooler who, Ooh, I don't want to be around my mom. My mom's not cool. What's she doing? Why is she taking her clothes off? Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is gross. And she's now sort of appreciating what her mother has done. Mm-hmm. You know, she's respectfully looking at Madonna's career and saying, yeah, you know what? She's opened some doors. She's uh, broken down some barriers. She's broken through that glass ceiling and she respects it. And, um, I, we had posted a little snippet of the of the article where Debbie Mazar um, asks Lourdes, you know, if you're out and about and you hear a Madonna song come on, do you just cringe? And she said, no, she's gotten over that. You know, it's uh, I and somebody had pushed back on that comment saying, what a bizarre question to ask. Why would you ask if she was cringing over that? And I'm like, well, if because your mother did something mm-hmm. and it was everywhere you went you sort of eye roll and think, oh, God, here's my mom again. I have to hear my mom out at the supermarket. Yeah, I mean, that's anybody, you Mm -hmm. know? I mean, imagine that feeling you had when you didn't expect your mother to show up at school and there she was, and you're like, why are you here? Right, waving and, oh, hey, Tony, look, your mom's here. I'm over here. So think about it. What if you suddenly was brought to your attention, you know, uh, hey, remember when your mom was, like, hitchhiking nude in Miami? And she's like, can we... Go get a latte or something. Exactly. You have to just deflect, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Oh, I always forget that the special special effects just go on for a little too long. They're a little too special. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's not that funny, people. (laughs) Calm down. But... um, yeah, I thought it was great that uh, Debbie Mazar and well, her sort of like got together. Is Debbie her godmother? I don't know. Uh, I I don't think her godparents have actually been announced publicly. I, I don't know. But um, that's what I love about Interview Magazine. They have this format where they have celebrities interviewing celebrities and usually they know each other or they've worked together. But in this case, Debbie has known Lourdes her whole life. Babysat her. Yeah. I love that little part of the interview that where Debbie's like, yeah, when I babysit you, I turn on the television and let you let you watch TV because Madonna never let you let you watch TV. Television is forbidden in my home. Right. <laughs> and I, I guess there was so there was one side of the interview that I thought was really great because Lourdes, I thought she was being very endearing and sweet to her family. She was talking about the love that she has for her brother and sister brothers and sisters and and how they are as people she was respectfully looking up to her mother and admiring what her mother's done but then and now i'm just curious if you felt this way tony i sort of was reading some of the article and feeling like this just seems like so entitled like here's this really rich privileged kid who is just talking about like Oh my, you know, like um, I worked for this apartment that I have and I worked for this and I'm like, worked. And I was like, how did you, you Madonna's giving you this money. Mm-hmm. She's not like she was working in a local DSW selling, you know, selling discount shoes. Well, I mean, I, I, I have my own take about this, you know, think about Lola as let, let's say a child actor who works 
and has a couple shows or whatever, and then she turns 18. Until she's 18, that money's put in a trust. Right. And so once she's of age, then she can do whatever she wants with that money. I have a feeling that that's what she's referring to because mm. she worked on a couple of tours. Um, oh, true. She Right. She did costumes for MDNA. Right. And then, you know, she was also a quote unquote creative director for Material Girl with Macy's. Right. Madonna's fashion line and, for, for young girls. Yeah. And she had a couple of one-off um, photo shoots for, you know, different fashion houses. So I'm thinking that that money was put aside for her. And when she turned 18, it was her money. Mm, so mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So Okay. So that, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and another thing too that I, <laughs> that I was kind of reading into is when Lola starts talking about how her mother's a control freak and how nothing gets past her and all that. And mm -hmm. so I feel that part of her saying that she's independent is that maybe she didn't call her mother and ask her to hook her up with a car or to buy her an apartment or to do all that. She was doing that with her money that she earned mm -hmm. because if her mother is a control freak, she's going to want to know everything that she's, everything that's going to happen once she gives her the money. Yeah. True. You know? Yeah. I mean, so I'm, I'm looking at it like that, you know, and, and I think that's also why Lourdes decided to go away to Michigan and kind of make her own life. Um, in because, college. Yeah. Because I mean, having your mother monitor you when, you know, you leave the house is like, it, just, it, it can't feel great. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a really, it was, it was nice insight. It's nice to see that she yeah. has the same trash talking potty mouth that Madonna does. Mm -hmm. I was like, F this, F that. I'm like, Oh, Lordis, goodness, calm down. We're not, this isn't the, the uh, Paris amphitheater, you know, performing blonde ambition. I mean, where did she learn to speak that way? I'm still <laughs> thinking of that beautiful little girl who was teaching Rocco how to say words in French. Never <laughs> who you are, little star. Little star is now cursing up a storm. That's what she's doing. Um, little star is shining her heavenly body tonight. Mm -hmm, That's you what know she's it. doing. Oh my goodness. I mean, uh, we talked about the Savage by Fenty show, but if you haven't seen her oiled up within an inch of her life, do it because she looks great and everybody else does too. Do we think that was designer oil or do we think it was just plain old like baby oil johnson and johnson baby oil you know i i was actually <laughs> reading something about a, a a photo shoot and they're using coconut oil for these for oh these right girls. because it's organic right and it's good for your skin mm -hmm. well um next time we chat with corvette we'll have to ask him mm -hmm. what the brand of oil he uses to oil down those male dancers oh my lord <laughs> hey you know it's, it's like when i get my photo shoots i offer them Neutrogena, which is good for your skin, or coconut oil if they want something organic. So. I didn't know any of that stuff. Occurred. I don't touch the models. Just <laughs> I just I let them apply the oil. But you should just get a spray bottle. And you know, I think about that all yeah. the time. I know I really should. Uh, if anyone would like to call in about oiling up hot models or about Lourdes or Madonna on Rolling Stone, please feel free. Call yeah, in. Yeah, or just Madonna in general. Yeah, you know. whatever you have to. If you've seen Madame X. Yeah, if there's since, any like Madame our last X episode residue left over, let's. If you've sort of watched it for the very first time and have some thoughts and opinions about the, or if you've watched it all week on Paramount Plus and realized new things about the show that you didn't maybe the first time you saw it. Mm -hmm. um, did you watch the Madame X show again, Tony? Yeah, I watched, actually, when I watched it again after the live show last week, I... I felt free to just fast forward to my favorite scenes. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, so um, I, I wanted to answer a question that came in on the chat. And, you know, someone's wondering if um, 
she was singing live in the Madame X show. I feel like the audio came from many different sources. Mm-hmm. Um, she sang live when we saw her on stage. Sure. So that's a given. I think that um, I think that the Vogue number was touched up a little bit. Um, that's the only one that I think is has been kind of reworked. But um, obviously, you know, we you know suspect that future and frozen were re-recorded so you know that may have been a separate vocal but yeah mm-hmm. I'm, it was not one it was not one vocal from one show the entire two hours right and um as as you know i was lucky enough to attend the uh red rooster performance in harlem that she did last weekend oh were you now i had no idea mm-hmm. and if you have not seen the footage on our instagram account please head over to the instagram account because i posted a couple numbers i posted uh obviously the parade uh, of like a prayer a uh, isla bonita i posted dark ballet and crazy i did not get soldad because my phone was starting to overheat and i was worried it was going to blow up in my hand so i decided to give it a rest and just observe madonna performing but um, that's okay i just needed la isla bonita and crazy and i was sad. <laughs> yeah but if you watch that that's live vocals that's her singing live yeah. there is no backing track obviously when she's doing a tour she probably has backing tracks and obviously backup singers and um but she does sing live sure yeah. of course she does and her voice still sounds good it's not yeah. one of those things where like madonna can't sing you know mm-hmm. she can but i feel like she needs to um conserve her voice as we all do mm-hmm. you know and i'm not screaming out there for two hours every night so right. you know but yeah i mean like if you watch the live footage uh, she sounds beautiful in dark ballet. And then when she sings crazy, her level was off a little bit mm-hmm. and you could hear her. She's like playing with her earpiece. And then she asks uh, the sound guy, can you turn that down, turn that level down or something? And cause it was throwing her off. I don't think she could hear herself enough. So if you listen to that, those vocals, she is slightly off key and then she gets back to it. And then she's come, you know, jumping up and down on the piano and moving around and this, that, and, um, so her vocals are real. They're raw. Yeah. You know, they're they're not Adele vocals, but you know, if you want to hear Adele vocals, then go listen to go Adele. listen to yeah. Her, I, I believe Adele just released a new song. Oh my God, Stefan! If you have insomnia, I have the perfect thing to put you to sleep. <laughs> Stop, it, Tony. We're gonna get Adele. We're gonna get Adele hand, uh, fans hating on us right now. It, I, look, I was it's, it's, I was a- talking about uh, melatonin. Come on. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I thought I'm, and I was happy to see that Madonna announced that we are getting the full professional performance um, from the Red Rooster in Harlem. If you if you didn't see on our podcast, there's a blink and you miss a cameo from yours truly, <laughs> grooving away in the. And let me tell you, reunited with Madonna, we were uh, my friend Chris and I, who were standing next to each other watching the performance. They were having cameras roam around the whole night. And whenever the camera would come by, we would like just snap into "Let's just dance," and we like mm. we just looked like we were so getting into it because we were like, if we don't make it into this video, we'll be so hurt. And yeah. luckily, we are. Yeah, and and um, I know you got a few calls over the weekend from oh from you know media outlets, but Sorry. yeah, I did see on ABC and NBC uh, local news, um, you know, that this was covered. You know? Oh, I know. I was so upset. Yeah, the like the next day. Uh, I think it was NBC and CBS reached out to me saying, can we use your footage uh, on our news reports? And I was like, uh, yeah, of course you can. 
and then they didn't use it. And I was like, oh, I wanted to get a credit on NBC News. I want to answer Ben the Poet. Hello, Ben. Um, well, well, well. He's asking, where do you think that footage will appear? YouTube, tour DVD? Well, you know, I have a couple of theories. Um, so Spill that tea, Tony. Spill it. Well, you know, I, we, we talked about this the other day offline that... You know, Madonna paid for Madame X to be put out as a streaming and as a, as an audio release. And I really don't think that she's going to be putting her hard-earned Hollywood money towards um, putting out a physical Blu-ray. Mm. So I don't think that... I think that that's, that's, that's a done deal. Um, I don't... I mean, it doesn't seem like that footage is is going to go straight to YouTube. So I think that this might become part of our archive, uh, you know, TBD, or um, maybe there's a special. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know? obviously she doesn't want to dilute the Madame X experience, mm -hmm. but maybe it'll go on Paramount Plus as well, uh, you know, like as a bonus type of thing. Or I don't know if they would spend the money to record and then edit and put it on YouTube uh, for free, but yeah. maybe they would. I, I don't know. I don't know how that'll work. It'll be, I would love uh, a physical DVD Blu-ray edition of the Madame X tour because, and this is a selfish request, uh, one of the bonus features of the Madame X DVD would be you get to see all of the different beer bitch uh, conversations and then you'd get to see mine. Well, you know what I, what I wanted to see because I was very entertained by it last year was <clears throat> some intrepid YouTuber put together all of the Instagram stories of Madonna's rehearsal. And if you watch, I think it's like three separate uh, posts. If you watch them all sewn together, it's really entertaining. And it's a really good chronicle of what it was like those three months rehearsing in Brooklyn. Bell, please. I don't, I don't smoke anyway. I just smoke long black licorice flavored cigarettes. Occasionally, with an extra dry martini, and someone massaging my feet. Bell, please. <laughs> so, um, I'd love to see that cobbled together, and you know. Well, just m maybe like a half an hour documentary feature, yeah. you know, like a featurette, sort of like what she did with the Madame X preview video, where it was like, you know, I want to call my album Madame X. And she's in Lisbon and she's walking around. Like, mm. I would love to see more footage from that, you know. And look, there's still time to have a, a you know, a, a Christmas release of something else waiting for us. We don't know. We don't know. But, you know, Finger, as, fingers crossed. As a longtime Madonna fan. I know. Don't, <laughs> you I, have exactly, to don't get your expectations. Yep, don't you know? get your hopes up for a, a new single anytime soon and all right let's get some calls in come on you guys let's start I, are your you, are your fingers broken well no I, they're probably at work <laughs> and they don't want to call because their boss is creeping over their their cubicle or they're on a zoom call and they can't get or off. or they're it. in europe and they're lounging at home because it's nighttime or they're at there a, we go. no they're, oh here we go thank god do not make excuses for our fans <laughs> <laughs> hi you're on with mlvc who's this hello this is donald uh donald ely Oh, hello, Donald. Our favorite designer from Maryland. Well, yeah. in the in the comments that you watched Madame X with your entire family. So what was the consensus there? We did. Um, well, first of all, I didn't want my first viewing to be with the entire family because I wanted 
time to gather my own thoughts. You wanted some <laughs> private time with Madame X? Yeah. Privacy, please. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, they got to give their commentary. But we all really enjoyed it. So it was good. My son ha- kept saying, oh, I don't remember that part when we saw her. Oh, I don't remember that part. And I think he went to the restroom during uh, Medi- Medellin. So... <sighs> What? He missed that. Oh my god! He missed when she came down into the audience. <laughs> yeah, number two was calling. So, oh yeah, wow. he couldn't hold it. <laughs> oh no, you gotta, you gotta see. That's a that's something that an experienced Madonna fan learns. He, he that was his first concert ever. But you always learn have some fiber early in the morning before you go to a Madonna show, so that way you do not have to worry about that issue arising. Oh, I'm just I'm just still thinking about your son missing his bedtime that night. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well. Long story short, uh, we had a good time watching it. Uh, probably going to watch it again. Um, but I, I love. So here's here's the thing. I really love the uh, live version of Future, um, but I didn't really mm-hmm. like the re-recording of it for the that that's that part stood out for me in the um, you know in the video. So Did, uh, yeah, I was thinking that too. Did it feel slower? Maybe like a little bit like like a different um, like the beat was slower it might have been it was something it was something it's just it definitely visually it was disconnected from the rest of the show mm-hmm. and um so i don't know i was kind of disappointed when i saw it on the video but overall you know i just really love it yeah and it, it just made me really um appreciate madame x even more than i already do so yeah, yeah so i i want to ask you a yeah. question that i've been asking everyone that watches madame x with someone that's not a madonna fan did you have to defend madonna at any at any time during this uh, viewing, at all? Yes, I think I did, but I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember when. I think usually, you know, my wife's big thing is like when she performs live, she doesn't like, you know, how cheesy she kind of sounds when she's just talking, or like when she talks some of the lyrics or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought it was kind of bizarre when um, who was it? Was it the Tonight Show? When they showed the clip of American Life, like out of all clips of the whole show, I that's know, the know, show. Yeah, they could have even like, showed the clip of her doing that at Pride, which I will, I will stand up here and say was much better. Well, actually, funnily, oh, I, you know, I think I forgot to bring that up when we were talking about this last week. If you look at Vogue, she uses a clip from yeah. her Pride performance hmm. in the Madame X tour. I didn't notice that, but I yeah, did. I have read well, that. because the it's because of the outfit and the hair. Like I was like, wait, yeah. this doesn't uh. look. I know that she's definitely using clips from different shows, but there was a clip, and I was like, oh, this is from the Pride performance. And the reason is, is I think by the time she started performing the tour, she was no longer able to she lift her yeah, leg yeah. and yep. wrap it around the pole, which. Yeah was what she was able to do at Pride. But by the time the tour started, she was already injured and she wasn't doing that. And I think she wanted that that leg hook around the the bar. And so that's why she used that. So yeah, Poor so Madonna. I guess what we're I saying know. is that Madame X, a collection of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's of all in- scenes yes. from the Madame X era. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all a collage. In- it's all inclusive. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but I really, I mean, overall though, I really enjoyed it. I don't, the only clip that I had a problem, you know, everybody's got a problem with her recent live releases because of the quick editing. But the only number I felt like it was really too quick on was uh, God Control. But then I started thinking about it and I'm like, well, maybe that's more conceptual. Maybe that's meant to feel kind of violent and more, you know, maybe it's, 
<laughs> like bullet, like bullet shots or mm-hmm. gunshots yeah. mm-hmm. or something like that. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, there's um, definitely, it was definitely intentional. Like it's yeah. not like somebody just some editor just was like quick, 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 quick. I mean, oh. she, there's always that one number in any of her shows where she's trying to disorient the audience and half the people right. are just rolling their eyes. Like, can we just get on with lucky star? <laughs> yeah. I, I was excited to see a uh, bitch. I'm loca got a remix though. And, it, I got excited because I saw her stories today, and I was like, "Oh, maybe maybe it's available on streaming." And then it's not. So it's not on streaming, but it is on her YouTube channel. So you yeah. could always you could always rip the audio and yeah. put it on your phone. You never. You that's know. true. That's true. But, but I'm excited anyone. about that. My son. Uh, that's like one of his favorite tracks from Adam X, which is kind of bizarre to me. But um, and <laughs> he says he listens to it every day on the school bus, and oh um, he said he yeah. just skips the last like five seconds because. In his words, Maluma's laugh is cringy. Oh, how funny. it's not the laugh; it's it's what they say to each other. Right. Well, he yeah, says the whole yeah, yeah. he says the whole part is, but that tops it off. That's oh my funny. god! Well, yeah. say hello to your son for us. God yes. bless I will. Him. I will. <laughs> and thanks for calling in, Donald. Yeah, always, sure. a, always a pleasure to chat. I was I was debating whether I should do it, and then I, my nerves started getting nervous, like Madonna before a live performance. <laughs> no, no, no. Never be nervous with us. You're a friend of the podcast. All right. <laughs> Have well, a good weekend. Yeah, and thanks for doing this like midday. On Oh, you're awesome. welcome. Sure. Why yeah. not? Bye. Bye. There's no cringy parts for you in Madame X, is there, Tony? Um, uh, Killers who are partying. Really? I mean, I love I love the uh, the instrumental track. I just... You know, those lyrics have become, you know, they went from being ridiculous to campy to just cringy, mm-hmm. you know? I, I get what she's trying to say, but it doesn't come off that way. You know? I see, I see. And then the poet agrees, that song is cringe. Oh, <laughs> Ben, Ben, we're, we're sorry that you're unable to call in because you're at the library and we know that y'all have to stay quiet when you're at the library, but... Uh, oh, we got a oh, caller. Hold on. At... And just like that, we uh, we we have our southern representation for the day. Well, well, well. <laughs> Speak and ye shall receive. Hello, Benjamin. Mm, hi, Ben. Hello, dear. Uh, making time in your poetic day. To Are you us. bringing us some some three? I don't even I don't even know poetry lingo. I was I was trying to say yeah. Don't like some, don't uh, don't start talking about the iambic pentameter. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Are you bringing your yeah. southern iambic pentameter of this to the podcast today, Benjamin? I don't know about that. I got some thoughts on that concert, though. I, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything like terribly negative. I. It was over edited, and I. When I watched it the second time, I paid attention to what was being edited away from, and I feel like there was a lot of pull of the focus off of her, mm-hmm. and that makes sense that because. Well, because she was incapacitated. As somebody who saw the last night that she played Bam, I mean, the poor thing could barely get down the stairs that night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was like, okay, you're moving like a Meemaw and not Madonna. And it, it concerned me. Like, I, I think I've told Stefan this before. My friend that that went with me, We've seen Madonna together five times, including Madison Square Garden in the pit at reinvention. And I literally had deep and genuine concern for her health because Mm -hmm. as someone who's had knee injuries and hip issues, I'm like, oh, she's in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's good to know that she's definitely taking care of that, though, because 
you know, she, I mean, she was walking blocks and blocks in stiletto heels through the streets yes. of Harlem the other night, yes. and climbing on top of pianos, and she was fine. Like she looks, she's back in form. So Ben, well, when you saw her that night and she was, you know, in pain, did she take it out on the audience? Because I feel like in some shows she was extra salty during the beer seat, <clears throat> Stefan, <laughs> and also during the, you know, the the cash grab Polaroid segment, uh, which mm. she. I thought she was in, no, she was in good spirits. I mean, we were one of the later nights. Like our night didn't start until well after midnight that Mm -hmm. Saturday. And it was, that was intense. Like waiting that late after we'd gotten there at eight o'clock. Um, no, I didn't, but I didn't. The the eight o'clock arrival was your pre-gaming. That was like your pre-party. And then. Yeah, sure. I mean, come on. How many times have we, (laughs) as gay men, not gone out until 12 o'clock? That's all Madonna. Honey, I'm Midwestern. People go out at eight o'clock here. What Mm -hmm. are you talking about? Eight o'clock. You know, the first night it was exciting, but, you know, we basically spent, you know, four to five hours trying to figure out how we were going to take a picture of the X uh, curtain. And it exactly. never, never did. You, you know? know what? My, my friend from my volleyball league, he, he was there the first night and that was before I think security was like up on their game mm-hmm. and he was able to sneak in and get a picture of himself with that X on the curtain. And I was like, oh, wow. I, I tried to do that at every other show and they would not let me back in the, in the, I know theater. that was our strategy every time we went <laughs> and it never happened. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to get the, I'm going to get the phone out of the yonder case and then I'll go in and, and take a real quick selfie. Never happened. Oh, well, what are you going to do? So other well, you thoughts tried. or takeaways from the Madame X streaming experience? Uh, I'm, I was disappointed that the crazy remix wasn't there, obviously. I didn't no, you're mind. Talking about crave, crave, crave. Or crave, sorry, crave. I, those songs you know blur together at a certain point. Um, and I didn't mind the refilmed Frozen and Future. I was like, okay, I understand. As somebody who saw the show from like the next to last row, I appreciated the re-recording of those for the the streaming show because I got to see them in a way I did not see them in the theater. So right, I really yeah, appreciated right. that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to one-up you because uh, one of the shows, I was in the very last row on the very <laughs> last seat on the left. I was, was on the right, <laughs> next to Lassie. Yeah, I mean, you can see Frozen. You had to bring you know? your opera glasses. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't see Frozen in the with the lighting and the cross lighting. Like, I saw Lola. Didn't see Madonna that entire number. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ben, how did you uh, celebrate Lola's twenty fifth birthday yesterday? <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I don't. I, I don't think she would have cared based on her <laughs> amazing interview with her auntie Debbie in. In interview today, I she would give two sh- she would give two mm's about that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, she's a typical girl of her generation. She's like, yes, what? Yes. Yeah. What, is, what is what is a birthday? Me? Who cares? Yeah. Birthdays are a social construct. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, let me post five thousand pictures of myself on my social media. Hey, she's working it. She's a kid. I love that she's not fans of TikTokers though. That's I love. That I agree. Like, she I was agree. like, I don't understand what the big deal about TikTok is, and I was like, Good for you, Lola. Yeah, I, I agree nonsense. with you, Lola. All right, Ben. Anyway. It was great to talk to you. And uh, yeah, let please, me get back to work. Do you have a yeah? Send us a poem sometime soon. And, yeah, you know, just for fun. And next time we're uh, live, call it in. Yeah. 
All right. I'm working on my erotica essay project, so we'll see how that goes. Ooh, Please give, share it with give us it up, give it up. when it's ready. Yeah, yeah. It's getting All right. there. All right. You guys have, have a good day. Weekend. Okay. Talk Thanks. to you soon. All righty. Bye. Bye. Uh, Stefan, I think we got another caller waiting in the wings. Oh, hold on. Let's see. I'm, I'm working on it. Working on it. The Podbean interface is so user-friendly. It just um, takes a second. Mitchell, are you on? Hey guys, it's me. Hi, how oh, are you? Oh, Mitchell. Thanks for calling Hi, in. happy happy Friday. Thank you. You too. <laughs> you sound like you're in a small contained room. Do you need rescuing? No, I'm good. <laughs> so I, I had on? a, I had a, a square of uh, a special candy bar a little while ago, so I feel kind of good. Oh, oh. Then, you, you, then you better turn on Madam X after you get off this call and have your brain scrambled by the quick edits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what's on your mind today about um, anything and everything that's going on? Um, let me see. I don't know why I was just thinking about um, Madonna's hair changing a lot lately with uh, all the different photo shoots that she's done. Yeah, they're called wigs, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm like, I don't know if it's me, but I just, I don't really like her with bangs. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it, it makes her look her age in that way of, it's like hiding her her face. I don't know. No, I, I kind of agree with you, Mitchell, because I remember the first time we saw her in bangs was when her hair was overprocessed and she had to, diet that red mm -hmm. and she put it in braids and had the little uh, baby bangs it was featured in the fever video and for about six Fever. months in between but I also then thought oh you know you're I mean she wasn't even old she was in her early 30s but I I was like oh you look like a 12 year old and it's not <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't suit you because to me Madonna can go from like you know street urchin to like you know glamorous um, Hollywood star from the 40s and you know when i think about hair too when it comes to her i like to see her in the the vogue wig from madame x i kind of want to see her in that mm, all the time mm -hmm. that's a good wig <clears throat> but but I, I know what you're getting at i mean i think that a, a, it's enough of these wigs because you know this woman sweats a lot because there's no ac anytime she goes anywhere and wigs don't do well with sweat i don't know how she does it i know that's what i was thinking i'm like when i was at the the red rooster and i mean it was so hot in that room and she comes out wearing that huge wig and i was like this must be so <laughs> sweaty was, to wear mm -hmm. it was like uh look kind of reminded me of cousin it a little bit honestly <laughs> well uh, a little more face than cousin it yeah, but yeah. uh but yeah. I, I know what you mean <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to see Madonna start working her natural hair. You know, um, I'm sure it's at the same length, maybe longer, probably like down to her shoulders. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know if we've seen her natural hair recently. We've seen no. She saw it with the braids when she yeah, did the, and, and the also, Times Square uh, right. premiere. And then also those um those law uh those late night shoots mm -hmm. last yeah. year. You know, so yeah. yeah, we've seen it. But yeah, let's get a return to form. You know. Yeah, little, I wish she would kind of like. I think she would look really good with if she, not as short as the girly show Bob, but a shorter hairstyle. Like, give us some, I don't know. I want to see something that's a little more like sleek and stylish. Yeah. That's, well, not, we, that's not, not, not the long hair anymore. Like let's we go had, the opposite. Look, we had pink Donna last year. So, you know, you can't fault her for the not pink, experimenting. Yeah. The pink Bob was good. I'd like to see that same cut with a different 
hair color. But yeah, let's put it out into the universe. Mm -hmm. Mitchell, thanks for calling. And I hope that uh, you're in a safe place when your edible kicks in. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Edible. I don't know if I could do an edible in the afternoon. Oh, my God. No. I mean, what happens if, if I do one of those is that suddenly everything gets really bright and it's mm -hmm. like, ugh, it's midday. I can't put on sunglasses. I, I, I would probably, if I was doing an edible, I'd probably just end up sitting in the park watching shirtless guys just run by with, you know, in the nice weather and which honestly I, I, I do normally anyway. You know, like I just, it's, it's one of my favorite pastimes is just get some donuts go sit in the park and watch the shirtless guys run by. Like I was going to say, that's you because, I mean, I guess if I were under that influence, I would be parked outside of a taco truck. Yeah, I mean, I don't need an edible to do that. I'll just... Exactly, just me good, too. It's just me a good too. pastime, you know? <laughs> um, oh, and I love that... Uh, speaking of insomnia, I love that, that little part in the interview when uh, Debbie Mazar asks uh, Lourdes about Madonna and her sleeping habits and how Lourdes is like, yeah, she's up just walking the halls in the middle of the night at like two o'clock in the morning. And Lord says, like, go to bed. Mm -hmm. You know, why are you awake right now? Oh, if I could give Madonna anything, I would give her eight hours of sleep uninterrupted. But you never know. Maybe the, the lack of sleep is what drives the brilliance. You know, like she's got so much on her mind. She can't, she just needs to be able to, you know, get it out. And she, if she's sleeping, it's, it's wasted on dreams. Yeah. But have you ever had insomnia? It is, it affects every part of your day. So it's like, everything is like a chore, you know, mm. because you're so damn tired and all you can think about, it's like, it's like an endless loop in your head. All I want to do is sleep. All yeah. I want to do is sleep. You know, I so. mean, I've had those rough nights where I've definitely woken up in the middle of the night and not been able to get back to sleep, but not persistent. Yeah. You know? I had bad insomnia for about three months and it was like, enough already oh no i'm sorry to hear that tony oh well, it's okay i've you know discovered melatonin and everything's fine oh well, you don't need to take something strong you can just take something natural you know? oh donald's saying to be a fly on the wall in madonna's house yeah i well i'm sure you'd see a lot of paintings and uh a lot of art that's meant to disturb the peace mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well we want to thank all of you guys for helping us get to 100 i mean this is i can't even believe it you know um and also yeah we've got another big episode coming up and then we're going to take a break and um are we are we really going to take a break I yes we are so yeah i want you know maybe I'm, never I'm, never say never though it's like madonna <laughs> with touring she says she's never going to tour again and then she does so we we say we're going to take a break but you never know how long that break is yeah be. i mean you don't know how long it's going to be but you know to it, tony needs some time off i need some time off and i'll i'll, I'll let you guys know why uh, you know Ooh. when the time is right i, I, lo I love this it's all good stuff nothing bad dangling a secret and um yeah Tony's, Tony's sipping some tea, giving us the Madonna look it up. Look. Listen, happiness lies in your own hands. Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. just it just took me much too long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, sending you guys so much love. Um, this is great. I, I'm glad that, I, you know, we didn't plan on doing a live episode today, and I'm glad we did because it always puts me in a great mood. Yeah, live episodes are always fun. Um, and yeah, I'm on a personal note for me as well. Thanks so much for listening. It's it's always fun to do these shows, the live shows and the pre-recorded shows. It's just fun to have a chat and just be able to talk to people and share the community and uh, talk about Madonna. I mean, yeah. I, I would talk about Madonna even without the podcast, which is why when Tony and I had the idea of doing the podcast, I was like, well, sure. It seemed like a no brainer because I'll talk about her 
offline all mm -hmm. the time anyway. And this is better because at least I'm talking to people who want to hear about Madonna as opposed to my mom. People rolling or, their eyes. Or my friends who don't give a shit about Madonna. You know, they're like, oh, God, I know more about Madonna than I care to know. So, yeah, you know, like like I've said ad nauseum, it's like the Madame X album was on its way and I'd be damned if I didn't have anyone to talk about it with. So yeah. now I've got all of y'all and, and I'm now it lives, so grateful. It, it lives in perpetuity out, out in the world forever yeah. for people to enjoy and... Um, and we've made great friends and mm -hmm. great connections along the way. And we've had some great conversations. If you've, if you're a new listener to the podcast, go back, excuse the first half of the first season. You can, you can <laughs> sort of skip over that, but, um, oh, and also very exciting. Um, we've just started posting some of our, our audio, uh, from episodes on YouTube. On YouTube. So yeah. we have a, a little YouTube channel. It's just another way for us to sort of have mm -hmm. some reach and, and, uh, pick up some other audience members that maybe don't listen to, you know, Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatnot. And uh, it's, sometimes it's fun to just put on your YouTube and see where it leads you. you yeah. Know? So um, who knows, watch the space. We might also be doing some future video content, but I kind of want to just, just like put some stuff out on, yeah. on YouTube just for fun. And, and you know what? I wanted to echo a lot of the sentiments that I've seen in the chat and also in our comments Stefan, thank you so much for that footage from Red Rooster. It was really, really good. And it's for once in our lives, it's unique content to <laughs> us. You know, yes. I mean, no one else has the same images. You know, there are other images from that night. But some yeah. angles, some different angles. But, you know, I, I want to thank you for being there, staying up late, seeing Madonna again and <laughs> uh, and getting some good footage out of it, too. Yeah, I know. When I was there, I was like, I have to do this. The podcast people will love this. Well, anyway, we want to say thanks, you guys. and. Um, yeah, and if you have any concrete evidence that Madonna listened to Sodad in the 70s, <laughs> let's let's get it going. But yeah, uh, as always, you know, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MLVC Podcast. We have a little Facebook page too, which uh, basically is just recycling the content from Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you have not yet contributed to the podcast, we'd love uh, for you to become a subscriber to our Patreon account. Uh, you can do that on Podbean. Uh, we also are on, if you want to, you know, drop us a little donation. Yeah. Uh, you can hit us up on uh, Venmo at MLVZ Podcast. Um, we appreciate your support and it'll help us continue to produce some episodes. We're already thinking about what we're going to do for season four. No, exactly. That was what I wanted to say too, is that uh, and then we'll start doing some patron only content now that we kind of know what we're doing and, um, and hope that you guys will follow along. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, we've got some we've got some stuff coming down the pipeline. Just a, a few scant other things for the rest of season three, and then, like Tony said, we're going to take a little break. Well, Tony's going to take a break. Who knows what I'm going to do? I might just be. Yeah, Stefan might come on and do a show here yeah, and there. Um, the other thing too is that we don't really know what's going to happen in 2022 as far as Madonna goes. We do know that there's going to be some re-releases, and there may be some news uh, as far as her film goes but other than that we don't know and that's actually kind of exciting as well mm -hmm. yeah i did reach out to our co our contact at universal pictures to see what's the story with the movie no news on that front at the moment so uh yeah I, all is quiet i'm just putting it out into the universe that i would like to play jellybean benitas in the uh the film adaptation so let's just let's see if that happens oh 
Oh, oh, hey, you know what? Shoot for the stars, Tony. Shoot for the stars. Or I could play Debbie Mazar. You never know. Tony could play Christopher Ciccone. There you uh, go. Oh. In his early years. Yeah, of course. 20, 25-year-old Christopher Ciccone. I'm not gaining 50 pounds for a role. <laughs> no, yeah, you could totally, yeah. They say that you can't do the masturbation scene tonight. And I have to uh, touch my chest. Uh, otherwise, you'll, you'll be arrested. What's considered masturbation when you stick your hand in your crotch? Okay, I thought... And uh, scene. <laughs> we're, we're here all day, people. Actually, you know, we should, we should act out that scene. That's some other... Uh, you know what? That's well, one of the things that we had wanted to do, which uh, we just haven't had the time and resource because uh, Tony and I are trying to find jobs. But um, <laughs> we wanted to do a little series of Where Are They Now? Which was like Madonna's famous characters from all of her movies. And we sort of catch up with them now. Like, what are they doing? Like, what's Nikki Finn doing? Or like, what's like May Morbido doing? Or what's like Breathless Mahoney doing? Like, just for shits and giggles. And we just thought it would be fun to like. Well, we all know Rebecca Carlson's dead in the water. Well, but maybe we can (laughs) catch up with Rebecca Carlson in hell. Yeah. And what's she she doing to torment (laughs) Satan? You know, you never know. But yeah, we just thought it'd be fun. Uh, Alas, to produce all of that um, on a shoestring, non-existent budget is sort of. Uh, the time we don't we don't have to yeah so we'll we'll you know we'll see what happens season four you you never know i mean i'm sure griffin dunn's just sitting around waiting to redo uh (laughs) uh, some new scenes with loudon loudon (laughs) uh so yeah but um anyway that's all that's all for today all right guys have a great weekend uh watch madam x again stream the album yeah watch some of our footage again from the red rooster um go to our youtube channel we listen to some some interviews and you never know what'll pop up there all right guys but, um, yeah take care Have a wait good. can we can we just for shits and giggles before we go can we uh i just want to one last thing we'll just do that thank you yay 100 episodes there we go no that's all the sound effects make me happy so bye y'all bye Church. Yes, we are. Hey, John, are you ready? We're ready. We're ready. We're ready.